Rebecca Johnson from Supergirl Radio, and I wanted to let you know that DCTV Podcast has launched a Tee Public store. We have searched TeePublic.com for the very best in DCTV merchandise and have put it all in one place. Follow DCTV Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for announcements on promo codes and sales. And for the link to our store, visit DCTVPodcast.com. I'm Danielle, and you're listening to The Flash Podcast. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Flash Podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things ready to CW's The Flash, starring Grant Gustin as Barry and Slash, The Flash. I'm your host, Andy B, as always, and with me are my amazing, geek-tastical co-hosts, Amy Marie and Brittany Rear. How are you guys doing tonight? Excellent. Okay, I heard an excellent, I think, and then a, a decent, I guess. I don't know. I heard. I said, I said very I said very well. But... What if they like, said something completely out of curse and were like, we're doing awful <laughs> like, do you ever wonder that people just say, you know, on the street, they're like, hey, how's it going? Good. How about you? Good. Like, I mean, how many of us really actually mean good? Like, yeah, what if someone was true. just like, like, hey, how you feeling? Oh, my gosh, I have to tell you about my day. So this morning when I woke up, the cat, like, what if that was how we greeted everybody? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, we, uh, we just got a new, like, cat tower for my cat ray and she seems like she's a little afraid of it right now like she just like looks at it and she's been sitting next to it but she hasn't really tried to like attack it yet i know i know a friend who had a cat once he got a cat tower for her as well and she didn't like it but when she but but when she got a second tower she got so comfortable (laughs) that i'm like oh so the tail of the two towers that's all that she needed Um, yeah uh, catnip on it that's a good idea Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I had to do. You just up and down, and then she'll probably go nuts. Baron Iris, they should get a, they should get a cat, um, or something. No, wait, you know what? They still have the turtle, don't they? Although I guess that turtle is probably dead, but this one because do they even yeah, eat it? I do like that this week we got to see the metahumans actually eating food in prison. That really warmed my heart because I was like, hey, they feed them. Like, they're taking care of them. More pudding. That, that might have been my favorite part of the episode this week. When Barry That's got to eat. That's fair money going to good use. Well, we, we, I mean, we've been waiting for this for four years now because we, I mean, I, I think we, I mean, in season one, I mean, I think you and I were always asking, what, like, do they feed the metahumans in the pipeline? And... And we didn't know for sure, but but before we go on, first of all, guys, we're um, sorry for the delay of this week's episode. It's actually this time. It's uh, it, I mean, it's 
this is on me completely because I lost my internet access last night, so we couldn't record. So, thank, but thankfully, Amy and Brittany had time to record tonight and so on. Because I mean, these are these are these are busy late and so on. So, I'm, um, so thankfully, we were able to record today. So, if you're wondering, you know, where's the latest episode? Is because Andy's internet sucks. But before we go on, just some quick. There's no news uh, other than the fact that the Flash will will be back on February 27th because hashtag Olympics is happening. Um, I think. I mean, I don't know. It's like this event. I think there. I think. It, I think it's like a long basketball tournament. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to, to the sports thingy. I'm uh, super stoked for the Olympics. Like figure skating, watch it religiously. I- oh my gosh. I'm going to, yeah, I already have my calendar. Like I just marked everything down. I'm so excited. Are you going to be live tweeting in cabs about the Olympics too, Brittany? Because the way, you know Brittany, the way you know Brittany's tweeting about sports is that you don't even have to look at the tweet. If all the letters are in caps, you know she's tweeting about like hockey or whatever hockey. and so on. Um, yeah, for sure. But yeah, but, so the flash will be gone for two weeks. Um, we might take a break, and so I mean, I might do a short episode with a guest or something like that. But other than that, we will definitely be back towards the end of the month, hopefully with Andrew, who's been uh, he's been a very busy man in the last few weeks. But he's definitely he definitely misses you guys. So he, we will hopefully have him back very soon. But some quick reminders that we have launched a T Public store for the, the whole DC Podcast Network. A lot we've been getting a lot of emails and so on, people buying uh, cool merchandise and so on for Flash Legends. Uh, and, uh, and I think there was some stuff for Super Bowl 2 that were sold last week. So, you know, if you click on the link in the episode description, it will take you to the T Public store that we've set up. Thanks to our good friend Rebecca Johnson of Super Bowl Radio. And uh, where there's like, there's, there's merchandising for all the shows. Uh, I think even Gotham might be there and so on. And uh, so, yeah, th- that's a great way to support the network. So, when you, you know, so go get yourself some cool t shirts or whatnot and, uh, you know, just get the DCTV upped. Uh, it's uh, it's good stuff. Another reminder, also as we do every week, is that She Forty is a thing you should be following on social media. It's an amazing movement that was created by the women of the Arrowverse, so from Arrow, Supergirl, Legends Tomorrow, and The Flash. All of them, uh, amazingly, are teaming up for this great cause and this great movement of supporting empowerment and lifting it up now more than ever because I think we really need it. So you can follow She Forty on Twitter as well as Instagram, but. With that said, let's discuss the the season four episode called True Colors. So this episode, we had um a little, I guess first let's talk about the episode in general, because I know we were talking a little yeah. bit before we started recording, and we kind of all had, I think, the same issues with it, which was that it was kind of a little bit all over the place. There were a lot of stories, and we weren't really sure who to care about, because everyone seemed to be having their own sort of issues, and problems there was a lot of again i feel like a lot of randomness that you know last week we talked about like just people having these random problems that came out of nowhere and i feel like that happened this episode too like ralph just got new powers magically it was it was it was a miracle he just discovered he could do this thing um i thought personally that the episode was a little boring like there's a lot going on i feel there was like maybe one or two parts where i really sat up and paid attention but i definitely feel like for the most part i was either just kind of zoned out like at one point i had to stop and like rewind it because i was watching it on the app and i was like wait what did i just miss like did they say something important um i just really couldn't find myself like like honing in on the story and being invested uh what did you guys think overall of the episode amy uh yeah i completely agree um this episode was really all over the place for me the thing i as i was watching i'm like okay who am i supposed to care about what am i supposed to care about am i supposed to care about ralph and his super cool new ability am i supposed to care about barry am i supposed to care about Becky? Am I supposed to care about the guard that they attacked and didn't kill? Am I supposed to care about DeVoe's chick? Like, 
I don't, I didn't, it was just so all over the place. Like at the end when Barry got out, I found myself just completely sort of, heh. Oh my God, that was exactly my reaction. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, I should be like, woo, Barry got out. And I was like, oh, okay, plot. I don't even know. Like it it just, it felt so, it felt like, it felt like they were like, oh my gosh, we need to get stuff accomplished here. We got to go, 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 go. And it felt very disjointed and convoluted. Um, and I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt that way. Um, I, I agree, Brittany. There were some points where I was like, I don't I don't understand. Like, what even happened to that guy at the beginning? I don't even know who's main, who was the main, like, story guy. Was, was this supposed to be a Ralph episode? Was this supposed to be a Barry episode? Because, honestly, the only person I came out of the episode caring about was Becky. And I hated Becky. And I definitely thought like, the guy... In the beginning, well, sorry, I was gonna say I, just, I thought the guy in the beginning was going to be Ralph's the main dad, villain. and I was like, no, I thought it was Ralph's dad when he was like, oh, oh I noticed cute. the smell, I'll find, I'll find you know, I was like, oh, like it's, it's we're gonna get like a backstory, and maybe his dad's also like a kind of CDPI, you know, like maybe we'll get some info, and it was just some rando who never showed up again, like yeah, it was just so weird. And they're like, Ralph, you're going to hurt people. And then he ended up saving the day. And I'm like, I thought we had a Ralph episode last week. Okay, so this must be a Barry episode. And like, oh, are we building like a prison rogue system here? What's going on? And the, it's just, it was all over the place. And I, I came Earl out of it Cox. very. That's the name of the guy. What? Oh, Earl Cox. The, the friend or whatever. Yes, he the... completely immemorable. <laughs> yeah, didn't know. Yeah, uh, he looked like, he looked so like yeah. Oh, sorry. Overall was just kind of meh about the episode in a lot of ways and meh about the things that should have been really cool. Like, hello, dude, Ralph is a shapeshifter. That is an awesome power. Dude, they got Barry out of prison. I should be super stoked. Dude, devote, kill all the people. I should be real worried. But I just kind of was like, oh my gosh, there's seven episode minutes of the episode left and I feel like all this stuff just happened and I don't know what's important and not. It was a long episode. I think at yeah. the end, also, like, sorry, uh, you can go in one second, and I just want to say one thing really quickly. Um, I think the, at the part when all of the metas were together, I was like, this is like a really, really bad knockoff of Legends of Tomorrow. Like, exactly- I, I think oh it, made me, it made me realize how special that show is for like casting the perfect blend of characters, the perfect blend of power, because I'm like, God, I hate all of these metas. Like, I like the totem girl. I think she's really funny, but her powers are stupid. I like Becky. But, like, other than that, I'm just like, what is happening with this show right now? That's exactly what I was like. This is like Legends, but... But not really. <laughs> I I mean, that's not really what I was thinking, because, I again, I I don't need The Flash to be like Legends. I mean, I want these all these four shows to be no, its own... Five, well, five shows now, I guess. Not a good thing. Like, yeah. it, 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 it was like it was trying to be Legends, but failed. I don't know. I don't think that's ever what they... I mean, I, I mean... I kind of want to address it because I know a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people have been saying this this season, so they feel like you know the Flash is just trying to be funny like Legends. So it's like no, like I mean, first of all, Legends did not invent the, the idea of telling comedic Ryan songs. It's like again, I don't feel like just because there are similar things that they're trying to be like Legends tomorrow. So like it's not that's not really how I see it. And um, plus, because the Flash doesn't need to be like Legends, honestly. That's that's I mean that's just the way I look at it. Um, I keep thinking of that Earl Cox guy, and I just keep thinking, like, oh, he looked like a rejected version of Constantine. Um, which, I, okay, maybe that's a little bit too mean. But, yeah, but like, I don't know why he was there. It was, like, because he didn't even come back towards the end of the episode or whatnot. So I'm like, well, why do we need... Oh, they essentially just needed him to be there just so they could sh- explain that Ralph could shapeshift. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, for me, I... 
this episode felt unedited. It felt like I was watching an, like a like not even a rough cut of an episode. It felt like I was watching like almost like like alternate scenes being shot, and they were like, "Hmm, we can't decide which one we're going to keep in and whatnot because." Oh, uh, sorry. No, that's a good way to put it. It's, it is exactly what it felt like. It felt like disjointed. The, it was. It felt like like it was the storyboard, but then all the cards fell on the ground, and they were like, "Let's put all pieces back together." <laughs> that looks good. Could you imagine if that's like in, in a riot, if in a production room, so we're gonna write an episode, all the storyboard cards fall apart, and they're like, instead of taking time to you know like put them back in order and so on, let's just go with this. Uh, we're gonna shoot scene twenty four first, and then that's our opening scene. And then we're gonna shoot the final scene as the second scene. I mean, that would be just hilarious if that's how they did it. And uh, yeah, I. I find myself like enjoying the episode like, the first time watching it. Second time watching it, I'm kind of like, wait, holy, holy f, what am I watching? Like, okay, was it a disaster of an episode? No, 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 no. Like, it was like it was watchable, but it is inc- like it's almost like either it's incredibly disjointed or this is meant to be a part one of a part two story. That like when the episode comes back in on the twenty seventh, that's gonna be like our part two. But as you can see in the trailers, that hasn't. That episode has nothing to do with whatever is happening in this episode. So, and I think, like, I mean, I, I was annoyed with a, a lot of things that were happening, but also trying to remember, okay, let's just see how this goes because maybe it will turn out to be something good. Because this whole thing with Becky, I mean, I'm going to have some really weird ass stuff to say about that. But yeah, it's, it was, yeah, I don't, it felt like someone didn't, someone in an editing room was not doing their job that. Week. And I'm not trying to. I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the people working that are working so hard on this show. No, but I but feel I like think, this... I think we have a right to say, you know what, this episode was not the best. Right, um, but we have to remember there's, a, lot, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who work really hard on this show. So it's like again, we have to remember, like, you know, that this, it, you know, it can be messy sometimes. I'm just trying to show, make sure that you know, even while I didn't appreciate most of this episode in the end, I do appreciate the people that work behind the show. I just, you know, because there's been times where I've said maybe some harsh things and people are like, oh, you have no respect for the people working on this show. I'm like, no, I do. I just don't have to agree with them what they're doing all the time. But yeah, I feel like this, I, I left, this episode left me more with questions and answers, uh, especially for an episode called True Colors. Like, a title like that should be something more that is like definitive and answering. But no, I was like, I'm like, I hope Amy Brady knows what's, what that was going up because I don't. You know, it's interesting yeah, that you say that that's the uh, title of the episode because now, like, I'm like, oh, okay, I see the theme. I didn't realize that was what the episode was called or I just didn't notice. But I'm like, oh, okay, now I see the theme that they were trying to connect that didn't connect. But it was just too much trying to connect it to one theme. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I don't really know what what they were going for here. And I feel like, I mean, maybe, maybe I need to watch it a third time because I know a lot, there was a lot of people who were positive about this episode, but I, for me, I'm kind of like, this feels like a really bad, like high school, like failed experiment of, a t- of what the television episode should be because there was, there were, I don't know, like, I don't, again, I get, I don't get why we needed Earl Cox. We could, I think like the way Ralph could have discovered that he had this new power was like, they could have just had like a funny scene at uh, Star Lab where he was like trying to impersonate someone and then he literally impersonates them. But I don't know, like, I don't know what do you get. I mean, that's just my overall impressions. I think in terms of his power, especially I love scenes when actors are playing characters, playing other characters. So I did really enjoy the scene when Ralph was in the bar as uh, the warden and he was trying yeah. to be really cool and he missed the drink. Like, those are always really funny 
scenes. Um, and, you know, when he first, I, I just think it didn't make, it just didn't make sense. It appeared from out of nowhere. And it was like, how did he get these powers? Like he woke up one day and just had them. Like, is he growing new powers? This is a power he never knew he had. And it's somehow is he stretching because he was powers. mad. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's stretching his abilities. Um, I don't know. So I think, I guess it's cool for the implications. Like, like Cecile's powers. Like, oh, now she has powers. Now um, Ralph has these new powers. Like, what does it all mean? Like, I think the implications are cool, but the execution, I think, kind of fell flat. And then, like, sudden, like he can control it sometimes and then not other times. Like, it, it just, it didn't, it didn't make sense. Like, a lot of things, I think. I... You know, I, I when they introduced this power, I was kind of like, okay, I gotta look this up and see if he actually can do this in the comics because, first, yes, it's it was very cool, it was really funny, but hashtag convenient much, like it's, you know, and we will get this to the when we get to the primary story of this episode, but like I felt it was this was a very convenient power, but then I went to Wikipedia to look at his abilities, so and he does have the ability to disguise his face, and I I spoke to um Russ Burlingame from Comic.com, and, and I asked him like you know because I know he he was the one who did the, the Ralph Dibney episode with me back in the summer, and I asked him like is this something that he can actually do, and he was kind of like I'm sure they've done this before and so on like in comics way back then or something like that i'm paraphrasing that but like basically saying that it wouldn't be the the biggest surprise in the world that ralph actually has his power and like i said you know when i look at his powers and ability it says that he can actually he can disguise his face by you know changing you know changing it um, so you're saying that full body shape-shifting wouldn't be a stretch before, but before you, before, when you went, when you went AFK, that was good. I, that was really good. When, when you, when you, when you went BRB, I said to Bernie, like, you know, it's like, you know, is he stretching new powers? I got nothing. Um, so, oh, gosh. oh dear. Uh, no, I went to. Oh, but, oh, that I forgot I left be, in the oven. <laughs> oh, be, because because your pun was because you were like, oh god, I'm like, oh, because your pun was so much, but like. <laughs> Straight. Oh God! I just remember the time when Brittany was like trying to come up with a reason why Cisco would call an elongated man. She was like, "Oh, you're so elongated. You're an elongated man," and we just burst into laughter. That was, those were good times. Uh, yeah, so, like, I this forget problem, about that. Yeah, no, 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 because I was re-listening to it like that a day and so on. Like I, I do go back and listen to our episodes every once in a while. I hate hearing myself and so on, but like when you know, I just love when you guys and Andrew talking and so on. And then I remember Brittany. And again, like I was at work, and I'm like, "Why did she say that? That was so cringy." But uh, no, but like I again, this power is mostly convenient, but it it makes sense, I guess, in some ways. I mean, I can't explain the physics of it because I mean, I can't even describe like what a what an atom is, like you know. So, but I feel like in this world, in this universe, with these powers, it it's not the most unrealistic thing that Ralph could you know shape shift into something else. I mean. I don't go, I don't get how he was able to stretch his voice to sound like Wolf, um, but or I mean maybe maybe that was some, some sort of you know Star Trek ticky ticky, but um, no I thought it was like it was fun, but it, in saying that I was kind of like okay they needed to, they needed this for a particular reason so that they could kind of end this you know prison storyline which we you know we get to later, but yeah I mean it's fine for what it is, but if it if this never if this power never shows up again if he like never does this again. Then I feel like okay. Then it was just that they just needed for this one episode. Yeah, I can. I kind of feel like that's what's gonna happen, but maybe maybe that's wrong. 
I, mean, I also want the power to do though. Like it's like you just get an like you know you just get Ralph to shapeshift into like an other actor and so on. Like, yeah. like so it's like it's not like it's like too difficult to do right? but it's just like what's the what's the context? What does he need it for? I think it's useful. I thought it was a really cool power. I thought I, I thought that part of the episode could have been a standalone episode. I thought that would have been a really cool Ralph centric episode, like one or two eps down, because um, we just had one last week. But ha- then have uh, this episode be something different and then i mean like maybe have built up the whole the thing that's going on between um devoe and is is he technically is she technically his wife yeah yeah marlene's that's right yeah so that whole situation was kind of sidelined but i thought everything with ralph was really cool like you said Brittany, i like that kind of humor of trying to pretend like you're someone else um I liked Caitlin's little heart to heart with him. I mean, let me rephrase that. Killer Frost's (laughs) little heart to heart with him. Um, Especially because we got to see her like genuinely, truly activate Killer Frost, who we now know to an extent shares her memories, which I thought we had established last week that she didn't. It's a sci fi show, Amy. This is is how it works. One week is a disbelief. Yes. Um, I I really enjoyed Ralph's story. I would have really enjoyed it if it had been the whole episode or if that had been the main story i thought it was a really cool idea a really cool concept i liked the shape-shifting i wish they'd gone into it more i think it's an incredibly useful power i would love to see it come up more i'm worried that we won't but i think i I hope we will it certainly adds a level of interest to it plus that ending was great that's not what i thought they were going to do i thought he was going to use his when he's like oh villain i thought he was going to impersonate amunat and i i butchered that pronunciation didn't amunat? i amunat thank you oh i, I was like who was she talking the, about <laughs> the whole time that amunat was in the prison yard at the very very end i'm like oh this is ralph this is totally ralph he's just pretending to be her and he's gonna shapeshift back into himself oh it's not him like i genuinely thought that that was the plan the whole time and that would have been cool yeah, I thought that was like, I was like, oh, he's gonna, because she's like, oh, you're early. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> Ralph's early. He's just going with the flow. <laughs> and it wasn't. And I was kind of disappointed. I'm not going to lie. Um, but overall, really cool power. I hope we see more of it. I liked his story. Um, could have probably used without the entire, oh, I'm going to let people down thing because it was completely sidelined. It was like completely swiped all the way down. And if we had had this whole episode focused on that power and that story, then that would have been a cool story to have. And the whole conversation with Killer Frost would have felt much more intense. But at that point, it just felt like another scene that they had to check off to get to the uh, next act. And Ralph has his problem like every other episode. Like, I'm not going to be a hero. I can't do this. Someone took me out of it. And it's always Caitlin who has to be like, okay, let me get Killer Frost out here to yell at you or do this. Like, poor Caitlin's like babysitting Ralph the whole season. Like, I just think I like when Ralph had those, like, I feel like some of the other moments were earned. Like, he did have this kind of, you know, complex because he wasn't really a hero at first. And I think he's proven that he's, you know, he's had success in all his other missions. And suddenly out of nowhere, he's because this rando dude in the first minute of the episode showed up and told him he was a screw up. He's like, I'm a screw up. And it's like, no, Ralph, like you, he, I think he would have been better if he had realized like, or stood up to the other guy and been like, you know, you know what? I'm not a screw up. I've done this. I've done that. Like I, you know, Barry's not even here and I'm helping team flash. Like, you know what? I don't need you. I don't need this negativity in my life. Like, I think it would have been a lot more powerful if he had reclaimed the heroics for himself instead of having Caitlin like dragged out again and being like, Oh yes, Ralph, you are a hero. You are so great. 
Yeah, I to that. No, I agree. I completely I I what you said well put. Um I um yeah, I I'm going to say something maybe out of line here, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of these self-esteem problem storyline ep- scenes that we're seeing are like last minute rewrites because and Be I don't I, yep be, okay I wouldn't be surprised I, either I don't want to bring this I don't want to bring this up up too much but because of a certain former showrunner and because how Ralph was coming off in the first couple of like ten episodes of one I wonder if I mean I know that they said that this was the the journey all along that he was going to go from being a jerk to a hero but I wonder if they realized that we need to cut some of this sexist crap that he's pulling on some of our characters and other women in the in the show that I wonder if they cut some of that rewrote some like other scenes just so Ralph has some stuff to do and they shot it really really quickly for the for the for these you know these two episodes because that's particularly where we're seeing these kind of like huh scenes um so again I'm I'm not this is not me giving an insight or anything this is just me theorizing because I kind of feel like it would and it wouldn't shock me if this was a last minute rewrite and they put it in really, really quickly into editing and so on. They cut like maybe something that were, were to, like maybe where he was a little more of a sexist pig, but where there was where something was happening in the scene that made sense for the other characters or whatnot. I don't know. It just feels like these are. I don't know. Because I don't want to sound like disrespectful or anything like that, but to say that I kind of wonder. I mean, it's it's a difficult position that this show and Supergirl particularly are right I know and so on because. I mean, who God knows what kind of pain Greg Blanding must be going through by having to, you know, take over the dude and stuff like that. Maybe, I mean, who knows? We don't know how, what the season, these two seasons are going to look like. We don't even know if, if they will end the way they were supposed to end. But, yeah, I felt this, I mean, I feel like this story like, needs to kind of be put to a rest of him doubting himself and so on. Because I just, I don't know, I feel like it's a waste of him, Harley Sawyer's talent to begin with. Uh, I think he's he's good as dramatic and so on, but I I want to see him I want to see him be funny without making an inappropriate joke, and hopefully that's not too much to ask. But um, that's all I have to say about the whole Ralph thing. Okay, uh, you guys want to add anything else about Ralph's story? Uh, no, do you? Nope. All right, so <clears throat> let's go on to what we have classified as the primary story of this episode, but is what really, the, the, the really the, the story is, quote, everything else. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to break down everything else into a couple different topics. So the first thing I want to discuss is what's going on in the Defoe family. Has anyone noticed this sudden change in their dynamic? Uh, let me rephrase that. I feel like the change in their dynamic is sudden, like it's been there, it's subtle, but then all of a sudden this week, sh- suddenly she doesn't like him anymore, or she's concerned about him, and she's using songs to hide her mental ability, or to hide her thoughts from him. Does anyone else find it completely strange and weird that this came up all of a sudden, or am I the only one? I, think I, mean, I, feel- it- no, I, say, I do think it's a little weird. Um, I feel like a lot of these things this episode seem like it came out of nowhere. But I think, I do think there has been a shift since uh, DeVoe changed bodies. I think, I mean, it's hard. It's like, again, it's it's part of like altered carbon and all this different stuff. Just like the idea of, you know, being now on Netflix. 
was yeah, streaming now. Oh, no, it's no. so good, you guys. Watch it. it. Is, oh, it's good. It's so um, good. But, yeah, like, I think, you know, you fall in love with one person. She fell in love with this one man, DeVoe, and she fell in love with his mind and, like, the whole person that he was. And now he's a different person. And I feel like he is definitely acting a little bit differently in this new body. He's kind of, like, a little bit cockier. Um, and I think he's not as... Um, open with her and like sharing his ideas because he's you know he's like oh I have all this going on in my brain my brain's so super smart all the time like I can't there's so many variables like I think he's a little bit overwhelmed and then he's not really sharing himself with her and I don't know there definitely is a little bit of tension that wasn't there before in their relationship because I think that's what we liked so much about the couple it was like a super evil couple like they were baddies together and I think it definitely feels like he's out baddying her and she's not appreciating it like i don't think she's good but i think she's definitely like hey what's going on like we were we were a team yeah i I feel it's been there since uh 409 when she looked when he had first you know gotten his new body whatnot and so on they were you know kissing whatever he would they were hugging towards the episode and we see her the look i mean i will say this i think it's the actress who's really making this storyline more convincing that like i feel like it's you know the story is from on paper is a little bit wonky, but because of how talented Kim Engelbrecht is, I think she's you know it's 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 almost like it's we've been saying about Ralph for the past couple episodes and in, even in the fall and so on is that even though the character may not necessarily work as well, Harley's story is does seem make make him more likable than he than he actually is, and, and I feel like with with Marlene, I feel like she's kind of like it's she like you know her. Like, even though it may not seem that, that it was as clear as it was before, I feel like it's been there for a couple of weeks now that she is kind of like, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't know what's how to process all this. Um, so for me, like, it makes sense. Um, the ending, though, with, with her, that I... What the, what the hell did he... What what did she what did he put in her drink? I don't like. I know it's like it's supposed to be that metahuman. Oh. It was supposed to be the metahuman who had that special like when he cries like there's, there's just like liquid to go in so it. But I don't get like what was it supposed to do to her that I, would satisfy his or I mean. Her. I'm inclined to say it's like Harry Potter status love potion. That. When Lavender Brown poison Ron. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, like, I, I think, I think it's a, a love potion or something to make her more agreeable or to make her more, um, to kind of l- lower her guard a little bit so that mentally she's pliable. God, that sounds like she, he roofied her. Um, which is not in, like, it's, it's actually something that kind of irked me about the episode. Um, because again, we had so much going on this episode and now... I'm wondering if she even loves him at all or if this has all been entirely a ploy because I would not put it past him to have the mental ability with whatever he put in her drink with whatever drug that was. I could totally see that drug lowering her mental barriers and then him being able to coerce her mentally to love him and that the longer she goes without that drink, the more and more in control she gets and she was starting to fight it, so he had to, you know, re-drug her. You think all along he's been drugging her? Yeah. That's like I'm like shocked. Like I hope. I mean, I feel like that'd be evil. That'd be like pure like next level evil. Because I'm like, well, he is super villain. Like, so that makes a lot more right. That makes a lot more sense to me because to me, I was like, this seems so out of character from this loving, happy couple that we've seen, where he would never do anything to hurt his wife. But if all along that she never loved him, if he had always been like tricking her for like a greater purpose, 
Yeah. That'd be like, it's, oh, well, I, like, ho- I hope I hope my, my mind is being blown right now. Well, it's like, it's like Marvolo Riddle. And no, who was it? Yeah. Uh, Mareep. Marvolo. When she, yeah. She makes the love potion for Tom Riddle Sr. to make him fall in love with her. And then as soon as she's like, I can't bear to do this to you anymore. And he realizes that she's a witch. He's like, hell no. And bolts. So I think it'd be really interesting to see what would happen if uh, Marlise doesn't get that for whatever reason and then, like, comes to her senses and is like, dude, Team Flash, I gotta tell you some stuff here. Like, you will not believe what's gonna go on right now. I think it'd be kind of a fun twist. It would be funny if they actually to talk like that. You won't believe what they have done. Uh, wait a minute. Wasn't that MetaHuman who could do that special tier? Wasn't he a buzz meta? Because if he was I, a buzz meta... I, if you... I cannot keep track of who is a buzz no, meta and who is not a buzz meta, honestly. But that's a good point. If it was a bus meta, then maybe, maybe then, that's then, why then he needed her going on along. But it could certainly be keeping her there. Hell, for all we know, that was his main intent. Was like, okay, well, I'm going to do all of these things as part of my plan. But also, it appears my wife is kind of like not in the game anymore. Let me just get a metahuman that happens to have that ability. Ah, oh, so maybe, yeah, maybe that. There we go. Maybe that's why he, because we've all, all we've been asking ourselves like why he needs all these metahuman stuff like that. Maybe and now with this one, maybe that's, maybe that's why. Um, <laughs> Regardless, did anyone else have a brief little Wonder Woman moment where I'm like, oh, he's she's gonna become she's gonna get superpowers, <laughs> like she's gonna get really strong. I, won't, she I won't lie. I was hoping her for face that. Turned all like foggy Wonder Womany. I thought it was kind of cool. I I really <laughs> thought I said, oh, he will get like super strength or something like that, but yeah. no. That's, that was only for Danny Houston, I guess. Um, All right. Uh, so, I guess... Okay, so I, I think we need to talk about the whole Barry breaking out of prison thing, which I thought was a really nifty segment of the episode. Him, like, meeting his... I don't know, what we're going to call him? His, his Iron Heights rogues. And getting to know them, yeah. cell block buddies. Uh, Brittany, what were your thoughts about that whole segment? And then them literally all dying. <laughs> I think yeah, like it was it was whatever them getting out of jail. Like it was it was cool to see Barry kind of be a leader, like a different kind of leader. Because you know we always see him as the leader of Team Flash, but it's nice to see like he can inspire like wherever he goes, and he's kind of you know got them all I, all on his side. Um, I kind of wanted to know what they thought he was in there for because when they're like he's the Flash, they were all like what? Like no one I know, like, what, right? <laughs> what's your meta human power, bud? Like you know, like he literally said. You know, the warden literally is like, and here's a speedster. And no one thought, like, they're like, oh, it's Kid Flash, guys. It must be Kid Flash that they caught. Like, no one knows it's the Flash. Like, that part was kind of silly. Although, maybe they thought he was Reverse Flash. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, like... But is is Reverse Flash really that known, though, in Central City as much? Because Zoom is the one who really (laughs) outed himself. Uh, I don't know. But, like, I think more that I was interested in was the end when he kind of just sucked everyone's power up, powers up. And I was like, oh, okay, does that mean he has every power? Like, what are these powers? Like, these all seem like the dumbest, most random powers, and now DeVoe has all of these, <laughs> plus mind reading, plus a super brain. Like, what does it mean? So I think to me, it's just like, I just want to know, I just want to know, why does he need all these powers? And why did he not want to be Dominic anymore? Like, why did he suddenly decide to be Becky? I thought that was kind of interesting and weird choice. Again, well, I don't like, hear about that. Okay. I was gonna say, just not giving Marlies any say in like who b- body her husband, her, her husband inhabits, but go ahead, Andy, what's your theory? 
I wonder if... The, okay. I have nothing to prove this because right now it seems that they are dead. But what if he put pieces of... The Horcrux thing. What if a piece of of uh, Clifford is in all of them? I mean, it's like, not like we. I mean, we've never seen people come back from the dead in the Arrowverse, have we? Have, so we, you're have thinking we, that he's like leaving behind a little segment of his mind, like, mind in all of them, and they're all gonna rise to destroy Barry. So, like, I mean, if they, if like Dominic gets killed, or like if like if uh. Like the current girl he's in gets killed, he can just hop back into Dominic. Well, then, well, then you know he he and Harry Potter will feel the same. Oh, sorry, wrong fiction. Uh, no, I mean, I guess I mean he could just. I mean, he would still be functioning through all of them. I guess. Well, I mean, I think the 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 thing that I've been wondering about, and then Russ kind of brought it up to me when I talked to him last night, was that you know the, in the comics and that the thinker ends up eventually actually uploading himself into you know becoming more digital, and. What does one of our metahumans do? He hacks. So the thinker's in the cloud? Yeah. That, that, <laughs> reference, like that, 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 that reference is completely lost on me. What does that mean? Like, you know, the, the cloud, cloud. Like, whenever. I don't even know what the cloud is. It's just there. It's like you're not hard. You're not like on a floppy disk. You're just the in cloud the cloud. The cloud is universal. The cloud exists everywhere. The cloud has all the photos that should never come to light. This is a French thing. No, it's like a real, it's like oh. an Apple, like oh, it's an good. Apple thing. It's no, no way, like Amy, iPhone, you send things Amy, to the cloud and it stores things. Well, the way Amy, Amy, the way you phrased it, it made it sound like, a, oh, this sounds like something I could hear on fringe. Um, and I'm a good way. I mean, I, I don't no, know. It's, it's, it's a for reals thing. It's a for reals thing. Yeah, I am, I feel like, again, this episode, I, I wish that we were not going on a hiatus now. Because I feel like this needs to be, this shit should have been a part one episode of of two of two episode storyline, because I, I mean, look. I, first of all, I love the whole prison break thing of it all. Like, even like you know, you guys. I mean, I know you guys said like this was like the the like the their version of Legends. No, this for me was the version of Prison Break that could have just needed a little bit of Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell. Uh, because again, I, when they were in prison, all I kept playing in my head was the Prison Break theme song, and um, it's streaming on Netflix. I just check it out, and I am. Um, I don't know. I, I I liked it for what it was, and in many ways, I kind of like I kind of awe when uh, Barry was like, "I don't, I don't really want to break out her illegally. Like, I want to get out her legally and so on." Um, I mean, again, he, I mean, he's supposed to have this big heart and so on. I feel like you know, okay, fine, it's okay for what it is. Um, now, so, I mean, are we? Do we want to talk about like what, how he got out? Because again, I mean, I feel like this 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 whole thing with the Vogue, I feel like we won't be able to talk about it until we actually get to the next episode and see what the aftermath is. Because right now, this could go in so many different directions. I have just have so many questions. Like, okay, so Ralph impersonates DeVoe, and then DeVoe just disappears. We never see him again. The police aren't just going to go like, like I feel like someone's going to have to follow up on the case. And they're going to be like, well, we should probably go see what happened, you know, with DeVoe after he came back from the dead. And you know, then what would be smart is an expose from an investigative writer. And then it would like, cover everything so perfectly. A yes. Like a reporter? Iris could interview, quote unquote, DeVoe and be whoa, like, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 we- Brittany, Brittany. Iris is a reporter? Don't you mean, uh, no, no, I- Betty Cooper will come in and she will take care of it. <laughs> no, Jughead. Jughead's the reporter this season. Ugh, I'm kind of hating Jughead right now on the season of Riverdale. 
Let him be, go play with his serpents or something. Like, wow, that sounds really nasty. And uh, no, if any reporter from Riverdale should come over, it should be Betty. If not Alice, because oh, Rip, Brittany, Alice and Iris on the case. It would I end mean, hyster- hysterical. <laughs> I just think there left so many questions unanswered in this episode, and, like, it was just such a weird ending. Like, oh, well, he's alive, so, like, Judge just, like, shakes his hands, like, well, that, everything's fixed. Like, okay. I love how the Judge is like, that's weird. Okay, bye. I mean, but I live in Central City, so you know what? It's okay. Defoe's, like, like, fake Defoe, so, like, Oh my gosh, D- D- actual Defoe. Defoe OG, OG, Defoe one. <laughs> Defoe is for real now. Wow, Brittany, you called it last week. So I am going to call him Defoe, but F-A-U-X, like an uh, email <laughs> dude says later on. So Defoe. Email dude. <laughs> yeah, no, email dude is very clever. Alan, I like Alan, Alan Walls is his name. From the UK. Thanks, email dude. Um, So like Defoe tells the judge... Yo, I woke up and I was all stabbed and stuff. And he's like, Barry Allen, you're free. And I'm like, you're you're not going to charge him with, like, battery or assault with a deadly weapon. You're just going to let him go because the guy survived? That's, I'm like, that you miss- you're missing some but crucial he, things here. But, also, okay. they have pictures of him dead. The medical examiner pushed him dead. And, 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 and Iris is just like, yeah, people die all the time. Back to life. Totally and normal. The judge, the judge, totally the judge normal. Is like, I got a, Amy, I got a golf appointment. You know what? This is totally <laughs> fine. Like, Amy, how many times has Sarah, Sarah has died? Like, how many times in this universe? And we don't question yes, it. No, so like, people Sarah, die. Like, Sarah hasn't died in a court of law where a judge is involved. <laughs> like, there should be some rules. If the rules are putting him away, there should be rules that, like. I mean, I'm assuming if, she, if 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 Sarah was buried, I assume that she was legally declared dead. No, she was legally declared dead. It says so because in the episode beginning of this season, the dude who's her boss at the Bath and Body Works place is like, it's kind of strange that I hired someone who's considered legally dead. Oh, I hated so, that so much. I was like, hoping, I was hoping he would... Regardless, there were a lot of... Holes. Holes. And it, again, would have been really cool if that had been the focus of the episode. Like, how fun would that have been? To start the episode out with that and have everybody be like, what? And then flashback three days earlier. And then Oh, I hate that. I'm so thing. over it. I'm over the whole, let's play back what happened three days ago. I, I don't, I'm over that storytelling and television. Fair. Fair. Anyway, I, I think we are all in agreement that. That this is frustrating right now. The thing was an interesting way to get Barry yeah. out I will, I, will say, I will say this. It's probably, it's better than any other way I could have imagined how he would have gotten out. Because, you know, the whole thing was, well, how did he actually declare him innocent? How do he actually get, you know, his name cleared? As it is, this was probably the best way we, we could have gotten it. That they, you know, they they had someone pose as the Vogue, whatever. Or, I mean, if, I'd, if it had been me, I would have told Cisco, find me a Vogue in the multiverse that we can, like, easily... Uh, convinced to to work with us, so we can we can clear you know clear Barry's uh, name. I That's think. What, Sorry. What were you done? No, I'm done. No, no, I I I I don't want to I don't want to. We are not the writers of the show. But how cool would it have been if Ralph is like I'm never going to mess up again? Impersonates Barry, takes Barry's place in prison, and lets Barry continue to be the Flash until they can defeat Defoe. Oh, that would have been cool. Like, super selfless. Like, I am going to take your position so you can continue being the Flash 
outside of prison and then we can somehow get all the bodies back in the right thing and then we can actually have DeVoe come to life again or something like that. That would have been kind of a, a really, that would have been a, you know, if you want to talk about the theme that they were supposed to have with Ralph this week, which is I always let everybody down. What a way to show up is to take one for the team like that. Anyway, speculation beyond the scope of this podcast. I kind of, I kind of want that that ending ending now. I'm kind of like, I pictured in my head. I'm like, damn, Amy's a good writer. Respect story. <laughs> Someone can take you- it. <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, Andy had written down in our little. We have notes before we we talk about these episodes. Uh, he had written down Ralph a target question mark. Andy, what do you mean by that? Okay, so towards the end of the episode, um, they are, you know, they're back in there. First of all, that was, you know, it was nice. Just I mean, Even though that this is a completely whack circumstance, it was really nice for all the, to see them all back in the West house. Uh, I feel like it's been a long time since we saw, like, all of them just hanging out there. But as we're discussing, that they're wondering what DeVoe, you know, like, what like what Devo what Devo's goal is because I feel like he I think even they were wondering why why didn't he just take the power from the metahumans at Iron Heights, but but he, but instead he's been only shooting that they were on the bus from the beginning. So when Ralph walks in, they look at him really like oh my god, what if Ralph is the next one? Like that's the way I interpret it because they were they were looking really strange at him, and I'm wondering if they're worried that. I mean, I don't know what, like, a, an ultra-smart guy would, would need with stretching powers. And uh, maybe just to make himself, like, invincible just so that he can't get, you know, shot or hurt or whatever. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like there's something that we're supposed to read into this. Maybe maybe I'm just a dummy and just wrote out an unnecessary note for to discuss. But I kind of wonder, like, why are they looking at him like that? Was I, was I the only one who noticed that? Or was it, like, I don't know. No, they definitely were like looking at him at the end. He's a bus. Ralph's a bus meta, right? Yes, yes, because we yeah, saw so that. Like, we... So they were talking about all of the bus metas and like how he had absorbed all their powers. So I guess Ralph will have to come into play somehow. So I definitely think that they're worried that Devoe is going to come after him or use him for some purpose. So yeah, I, I don't think you're you're bus far meta off. Purpose. That like if they're counting down, uh, and, you know, he's now absorbed the powers of most of the best me- bus metas, and that's going to eventually include. Um, Ralph, who now has this really convenient shape-shifting ability, which would be uh, a very convenient way for whatever body he's finally in that he can shape-shift back into the original Defoe that um, Marlise is in love with. Oh, Oh, it's all connected. It's all connected. I hope they don't get rid of Ralph. I actually really like Ralph. Please don't kill Ralph. I don't think they're going to kill him off, but... I don't think he has a place on this show after season four. I think they will get a they will get a new hero too. Like I mean, honestly, if it was up to me, I would. I mean, now that we've lost Wally to, and now he's going to Legend, I mean, I would put in Jesse Quick as a series regular. You know, we get another female. You know, because my issue every season has been that why did he keep adding more male series regulars and no female series regulars besides Caitlyn and Iris? So I like I like Ralph too and so on, but it's kind of like. 
I don't know. I w- sometimes wonder if the show knows what it wants to do in terms of like, do, do they want Barry to be the only hero or do they want him to have a team? Because what the hell has Cisco been doing as Vibe lately? Have you seen Vibe lately? I haven't. He's just been like get. He's been like like he's Vibe Uber this season. Like he's just getting them places. He's a yeah, vibe. Well, he's a Viber. Vibe Uber's running out of special effects funds. Viber. He's Viber. That's what I'm gonna call it. Viber. Or like lit lift. Lib, lib, a liber. Yeah. Oh, it's not like we're having a stroke. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, um, so okay, that thoroughly explains what my question was. Um, did we cover everything? Do you guys have? Uh, there was a lot to cover. Um, although, can we? Uh, I know I keep hammering home on it, but it was the one thing that stuck out about me this episode was Becky. I mean, I didn't care a wink about the other metahumans there, but I actually liked seeing Becky's little transition of, I don't want to be a villain. I want to be good. I'm going to try to help save the day. I saved the day. And I died. Inconvenient for her. She's kind of cute. Like, I didn't hate her the first time, but I definitely was like, oh, like, you're, like, you're sweet, like, in this episode. I thought she was just like, although I feel like I was confused because she was like, I don't want to go outside because I can't control my powers. And then she controls her powers until she needs to use them against the other bad metas. So, I think she, I think she got desperate and just like, you know, I'm just going to do this because they need me to. But that's just me. I feel like, yeah, no, I feel like Becky follows me. Like I'm looking around my shoulder like, Becky, are you following me around? <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Because bad luck. I'm un- I'm unlucky. Oh, anytime, okay. That's we'll just do that anytime something unlucky happens with the Becky. Like, damn it, Becky. <laughs> All right. Do you Becky. guys have go Hold ahead? On. I, I was right. gonna I was gonna make a really bad le- like legends last joke was like, you know, well maybe, you know, maybe Becky could pay out Gary of it so so we can play down with him. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I don't I don't like him. He's really like just dragging <laughs> like me. Making fun of him. He's been on one episode. We just what do you mean? What do you mean one episode? He's been like on two free episodes. What are you talking about? Two episodes. He's been in two episodes. You, you podcast about this show. How can you not know how many episodes he's been? Like he is driving me crazy. I'm just like like Sarah just snap a stick and put it out of his misery. Oh dear. I don't like he I'm just like he's just so unnecessary. Gary, if you, if the Gary the Time Agent Twitter account is listening, Gary, we don't want to snap your neck. <laughs> Okay, look, I have to put up with Rip Hunter and Gary. I just want you to make sure that you Gar- lock the upstairs okay. hallway <laughs> okay. before compromise. Turn off, Turn off all the lights before you yeah, leave. Compromise. Sake. Okay, Amy, 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 I will do a compromise. We let Gary live if Rip can die. I Because I cannot have Rip both of them. Rip hasn't even done anything lately. He's I cannot not authorize that compromise. Rip doesn't even go here What, what do you mean you can't? <laughs> What is your obsession with this movie, Brittany? Mean Girls, mean Girls is the by far the most quotable movie of all time, and you yes. can at me if you it disagree. It defines our generation. <laughs> defi- you I cannot friend- sit with me if you do not agree with it. Okay, I find <laughs> I have a friend I think- from South Africa. She's like, no, you guys don't understand. That was what high school was like when I came over from South Africa. People actually asked me if I wrote elephants to school. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I have nothing against the movie. I'm just like, okay, it's not a masterpiece. It's 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 a good. It's it's a cool. It's a decent fine movie. You but had it's like, to be a girl in high school when it came out. 
It's just and uh, it gets better. I'm like, I don't really. I'm not like a big rewatcher. There's very few things I can rewatch. Like, I don't even rewatch TV shows except for Gilmore Girls, the only show I've seen like multiple times. But like, I can watch that movie any day. Like, if it's on TV, the channel will not be changed. Yeah, 100 percent agree. Like, if they're like, okay, what do you guys want to watch? And I'm with a whole bunch of my friends, and no one can figure something out. I'm like, okay, we're watching Mean Girls. Agent Agent <laughs> Gary, if you're listening, I. I just, you, you, I get, I'm sure you're a decent person, but I just can't have you and Rip at the same time. You're just too much. I like Ava, though. She's cool. I like them. All right. So let's wrap up our flash talk. Do you guys have anything else that you want to add about this episode? All I want to say is that I, why I may, why I may be really annoyed with episode as of right now, I feel like I will, I'm going to be, I'm going to keep my mind open just to see how this is going to play out because I am definitely nervous as hell that they're putting Becky now and making her the new thinker. Uh, I mean, oh, it's kind of cool now that we have now two female big bads. That's kind. Of, I mean, it's kind of it is kind of fun. Um, but again, this is what I was afraid of that they're gonna they're gonna overdo this the storytelling of that she or, or that she can just use it as a plot device anytime she wants and there are no stakes. But what if she is like if her mind is slipping and so on? She is becoming more like because. I think I think Brittany was putting out in the beginning that he Clifford is big is getting cocky, and I'm wondering if as he's moving from one body to another, he is losing personality traits, and also like I don't know what's called the part of the brain, but like you know the part of the brain that that kind of comprehends social behavior, like if bits and pieces of that are, is disappearing, and he is kind of you know as he's getting smarter, he is also becoming more. Uh, I mean, he's becoming le- less and less of, you know, human, which is maybe why I think that he might, you know, come and become digitalized by the end of the season that, he, you know, he uploads his mind, like, and becomes, like, part of the digital world. But, uh, yeah, Brit, right now, I'm final... not my favorite episode at all. Britt, do you Go have on. any final thoughts on the episode? Oh, I think we covered everything. Yeah. I think we got it. And, you know, for, for what has been just a generally um, pretty excellent second half of the season so far, um, one episode, and or two episodes, I've lost track, you guys. For what for what has been a generally pretty good season, um, I, I definitely was not as impressed with this episode. It was a little bit all over the place, which happens. It happens on every show. Um, Legends season one was <laughs> basically all that. <laughs> Um, but it, it, hopefully it gets better from here. Things become a little bit more clear. Oh, that rhymed. And we just kind <laughs> you of. You do this a lot, Amy. You said that like, you rhyme accidentally. I'm like, did she plan that or did she, it was an accident? This, this is what happens when you listen to Hamilton on repeat constantly. I just, I always imagine you being someone that just rhymed a lot when you were growing up, but that you like to make poems or something. Like, oh, not like... no, <laughs> I don't think so. Although I did write a lot of poems when I was a child. Okay, I was anyway. just—I was—I'm not stalking you. I was guessing. No, a lot of sonnets, which was weird. Um, they were all very dark and grim. I found a whole collection of stuff that I wrote when I was younger, and I'm like, oh my god, why did my teachers not be concerned by this like grim brothers status stuff that I'm writing? Oh my god, what did you write? That I'm not sound... getting into that. No, 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 no not here, not on air. You tell us off air. This is like oh, this is this is not the flash podcast after No, dark. it's all romances where one or more of them ends up dead. So it's more like Shakespeare, I guess. Shakespeare tragedies. That's really but sad. Oh, oh, it's yeah, a it good is. place to start. What Shakespeare tragedies? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the feedback. Brittany, I think you're going to read the tweets we got. 
Okay, so here's from at Austin Lee Mead. First off, glad she's getting those mind-reading powers down. And honestly, from day one of this trial, I thought they needed a shapeshifter to prove him innocent. Is that the body DeVoe just has now? His wife just lost her husband, and now he has a wife. And now her wife lost her husband, and now has a wife. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> uh, at Sunshine Happier. DeVoe seems much more menacing now. I think each jump is changing him. I think DeVoe thought he was just taking their powers, but I think some of their mind and personalities are filtering through, too. Dominic wasn't out to do bad things. That's why it didn't affect DeVoe as much. Not all the bus matters are out to do bad. At Mr. Whelan 101, how is DeVoe, how is it that DeVoe is able to keep Dominic's power now that he's in, spoilers, body, and how does DeVoe now possess the powers of all the metas in the prison ring? Perhaps DeVoe's end goal is to be a multi-powered metahuman? No, I think that he's always established it's supposed to be something for the better of humanity, um, but... It's always for the better of humanity. Yeah. No, but, but, but you got to understand from their perspective, Brittany. I know. I know. Okay, but that's like the <laughs> Loki logic. I know. It's like, yeah, it's like every go-to villain's thing. Like, you yeah. human are weak. Okay, so I'm going to read two of the emails that we got. What so this is crave for... subjugation. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> that is... <laughs> Damn, that's a good line. Okay, so I'm going to read the first two emails that we got. First one is from our good friend Rachel, who is having our legal advice uh, as she's soon to be a lawyer uh, to kind of help us understand if they're actually doing the legal stuff right. Hey guys, well for one, I'm glad the Flash seems to be done with his legal arc. I must say that they, they did not screw up getting Barry out of prison heavily as bad as I thought they would, so they get credit for that. There's not an exact protocol for judges where your murder victim comes strolling or riding in their wheelchair. Wow. Into their court- courtroom, generally a judge would, would be able to vacate his conviction um, but the DA's office would then have to confirm that they're not going to, tr- to retry him because they're all, there's, they always have the option of doing that. As that occurs, that, then the judge can order him released. But yeah, that there's a fairly small detail where they got most of it right, so I'm not complaining. I thought it was really good. I love the breaking out of prison plot. Star would be so proud, and then have and then have uh, and then to have Becky save the day with her bad luck repellent was just genius. I'm I'm glad Barry's once again a free man coming back being, to being the Flash. And then from Caleb Kim. Uh, Ralph's new addition uh, to his power is so awesome and could be very useful in the future. Though it doesn't really make sense how his voice changes too, but whatever. <laughs> that was kind of my uh, attitude too on that. But not once throughout the whole episode did I think of Ralph changing himself into the real Clifford DeVoe until it actually happened when I, which I, which I thought was brilliant. Cisco's it reference about the painting when Cisco, when Ralph was trying to transform into the warden was super funny to anyone who has seen that movie. Oh, it is so good. If you guys haven't seen it, you should. See, it. Ugh. Uh, I really like this episode just because we get to see more of DeVoe and learn that Ralph is more likely on his hit list of metahumans he wants or and or needs. Can't wait for to, for what's in store for DeVoe's plans. From Lauren Waters. Hey guys and girls. So I had some mixed thoughts on tonight's episode. I enjoyed seeing all of this year's metas again. I wish we got a little more of them interacting, but it was still fun to have them. I also love Katie Sackoff, so having her in an episode is always a win for me. Now some not-so-good stuff. I still find Ralph so annoying. He seems to need a pep talk like every week, so his story just feels repetitive. I also didn't really understand what happened with the thinker as the end. at the end. Are all the other metahumans he merged with dead? Is Dominic dead? What happened to the tear guy? Why did he move his body into Becky's? Why does this give him everyone's power? I do think Becky DeVoe and Marlies are cute together, and more LGBTQIA representation is always good. Something that's been really bothering me this year has been how they keep putting white characters in black bodies. It feels like they half watched get out and let's see. 
it feels like they half watched Get Out and took away the exact opposite message that they were supposed to. Also, why didn't they just use the facial transmog transmographer? Is that the what we was that what it, from last year to try to pretend to be Wolf? Anyway, it just feels a little bit insensitive to me. I'm curious to see where Devoe's plans go, even if we need to fit, wait a few weeks. Next is from Alan Walls. He says, hello, all. I'm from the UK and have been an avid listener of the Flash podcast for a few years now. I never email because by the time I've seen the episode, you've already done the podcast. Sad face. Ha, that's great. So our little delay. Let's UK listeners listen in. Yay. But, he writes, this time I just had to chime in on a couple things from last week. Firstly, I loved, loved, when you kept referring to our favorite villain as Defoe. Initially, when you said it, I was thinking you meant more like Defoe, and he spells it D-E-F-A-U-X, because now he's in his new body, he's like a faux Defoe, am I right? <laughs> My gosh, it has so many meanings. I have now it. stolen that. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Uh, anyway, my main point for writing, which I don't think any of you picked up on, is the warden is that the warden drugged Barry's pudding with what exactly? Oh, he, I was going to bring this up last week and I didn't even think about it. <clears throat> he continues. We know Barry can't get drunk. His metabolism is too fast for it. It took Cisco three years to manage to concoct something that could keep him drunk for longer than five seconds. And I doubt very much the warden would have known any drug used on Barry's wo uh, wooden list. Why would anyone know that? So I'm a little bit surprised. Yes, perhaps Iron Heights has some super duper flash debilitating drug that could knock him on his butt, but I very much doubt it. A bit of a plot hole, I felt. What do you guys think? Love your work as always. Alan in the UK, Great Britain. That is such a good... I was going to bring that up last week, and I just it slipped my mind. It is a very solid point. Because I remember thinking that when I was watching the episode, I'm like, I, I, I thought you couldn't get drugged. Ever. I think that this the way that Ironhide is set up in this universe is similarly to Bell Rev from the DC comic, like where, which Amanda Waller runs. That they that it is specifically designed to stop any metahuman. Like it's it's I mean it, it's very Batman-y because I mean if you read the uh, Tower of Babel and so on, I mean he knows how to find everyone's weakness and stuff like that. But I wouldn't be surprised if Ironhide is, in, is set up in a similar way of how Bell Rev is that you know like like on like in Junk Justice for example, I mean like when they had the collars and so on that prevented anyone to using their powers or whatnot. So like I wouldn't be surprised if Ironhide has a way of kind of like making drugs and, and stuff like that that can prevent them from, you know, even use it. Because technically, if Barry got drugged, I mean, remember when Oliver, in the first crossover, way back, when he injected him with that um, drug arrow, you know, that, that arrow, the drug arrow, and, and Barry just vibrated it out of his system, technically he could have done this here too, but maybe there was something in the, in this drug that, he, that Wolf used that prevented him from actually, like, using his metahuman genes or something like that. That's the only explanation I can think of that that this is a Bell Rev situation of that they just they have scientists they have people that can develop these kind of things to prevent this, um, but it is a good point. I didn't think of that actually because he uh, he can right. get he can get he can get drunk now. I think about I love the hashtags he included uh, hashtag Defoe hashtag the Fox hashtag UK Flash Podcast fan represent. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad, I'm glad we were you know I'm actually glad that we did this a, a day later and so on because. I sometimes forget that we have listeners all around the world. Like, yeah, like so. In like, I know that I know there's people in France who've emailed the zone before. So yeah, it's 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 kind of cool. The flash. The flash. The flash. No, I just on the flash. The flash podcast. 
you guys are awesome for emailing us and you're sending us your feedback and so on. So thank you once again for doing that. If you, get, if you want to do it, you can just do it at the Flash Podcast on Twitter or you can email the Flash Podcast at gmail.com. Um, all right, let's do some quick plugs and then we're going to we're gonna sign up for this week. And um, Amy, where can people find you on social media? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Amy underscore Marie 97. You can also find me uh, participating in the super cool research project our zoo is doing. It's called Wild Watch Kenya. Talked about it a couple weeks ago. But basically, we have a whole bunch of photos from really cool wildlife cameras in Kenya. And we're looking for giraffes. And we have like a half a million images that just came in. And we need your help. Wild Watch Kenya. And I've already had people reaching out to me on Twitter about it. And it's so cool, you guys. The best project ever and you can do it from your house is there a link is, i can is there a link i can include in the description if they want to uh, just 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 google wild watch kenya because the okay. link itself is really long and obnoxious but uh yeah you <laughs> guys should join obnoxious. in because that's where i'm spending a lot of my free time and it's really worth it and while we might be not back next week you will you will hear amy on legends podcast next week because legends tomorrow is coming back next week on this new night mondays at 8 p.m mondays at <laughs> 8 p.m yeah, Monday at 8 p.m. We're not recording the episode until, like, days later, though, unfortunately, because... Uh, that's fine. Talk yeah, about so you guys will hear the episode by the following Monday. <laughs> Woo, winging it. Well, you know, if you if, if you guys love these podcasts as much as you do, then you, the worth is definitely wait, worth it. Um, I mean, all, the, the, I mean, Super Good Radio does it. I know Blackline Podcasts does it, so it's, to, it's totally fine. Uh, Brittany, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Kinda Movie Snob, K I N D A Movie Snob, and you can find my writing on Screen Rant and the Marvel Report. I just did an ar- two articles about the new Cloverfield movie, which I liked very much. Thank you very much. Um, yes, you guys really should read her writing. She's quite excellent. She, Thank could, you. I sec- I second that. Uh, having seen some of her writing myself, yeah, she. I sometimes get I sometimes get jealous. I do. No, you got, and also you you're doing stuff now at. Um, Oh, fandom. You did something yes, and I had um, some stuff about This Is Us and Grey's Anatomy because there's been lots of crazy things happening on both of those shows, like always. <laughs> I can't. You can't mention This Is Us and not expect me to start crying. Yes, I wrote about the two saddest episodes of television on This Is Us. Oh, oh <sighs> my gosh. It's just, like, there needs to be a new Emmy category for episode that makes, like, like actually causes the world to cry the most. Like Most oh tissues used God. in one episode. Yes. Gosh, yes. That needs to be its own category. Let's, th- yes. Because this re- is us within all of them. This is why I don't want to watch a show because I'm like, everyone keeps saying, it's a great, it's great, and it's amazing. But I, but I keep hearing that people, like, go to Even therapy for the, for the show. Like, I hear, like, people go to therapy because of the damage the show does to people. Like, I'm much, like, the fact that you're even just tearing up from, like, just talking about, like, an episode that is not being talked about. I'm like, damn. Is it is it a Super Bowl episode that you're, you're talking about, uh, Brittany? Yeah, the Super Bowl episode and the one that aired. They actually aired two this week. So, they had a Super Bowl episode and then one on Tuesday. I don't, why would they air a new episode on Super Bowl? Like, that was Be- weird. That's, that's the biggest, the spot after the Super Bowl is, like, the biggest spot like you want your show there so they wanted yeah. to have that huge episode <laughs> no and it was like it's that kind of an episode it was the kind of episode it's like olympic opening ceremony kind of an episode and just to m- make my plug quickly you guys can find me on twitter facebook and instagram at andrew back i just find my writing at t fanatic i do my report and i do times podcast we're actually gonna record an episode this week not last week and i know i might have some stuff coming up that i can't announce yet so stay 
tuned on my Twitter page. Uh, you guys know all the plugs for the podcast, so I don't have to go through that. And plus, it's like a marathon going through that. But yeah, that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Flash Podcast. And uh, like I said, we may or may not do a short episode in between these two weeks before the Flash comes back. But other than that, we will be back on Tuesday, February 27th, uh, when the Flash comes back with the 40th episode called Subject 9. Even though I don't know if we even had eight metahumans leading up to this, um, but no, we did. Yeah. We had sub- We had nine total. What happened? Why do? Why are we going back? We've had no, nine I'm, so I, far. Because, because I can't think of the remaining two. I can only think of six. Uh, there was a board on last week's episode. There was a there was a whiteboard. Maybe it was episode. Maybe it was six. I don't know. I give up. I mean, they count hope, Ralph? hope hopefully they got their stuff together. Um, because Ralph, I mean Ralph is one of them. So I um, but yeah. We will figure it out. But guys, thank you so much for listening. We will see you in a couple of weeks. But from all over here on the Flash Podcast, I'm Andy. I'm Amy Marie. And I'm Brittany. And we'll see you next time on the Flash Podcast. Mm-hmm.